0: Together, we will defeat this epidemic. It's a true epidemic as one people, one family, and one magnificent nation under God. The U.S. is facing its worst public health crisis in years. The main culprit of that epidemic is the drug fentanyl. The number of fentanyl-related deaths has jumped 50 percent since 2016, and now it's even being considered a potential weapon in the hands of terrorists. This is TikTok. I'm David Myers. Joining me today from Washington is Bloomberg Health reporter Anna Edney. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: So I think people hear the word fentanyl and they know it's bad and I and, and they know it has to do with drugs, but I don't think they fully understand what it is. Can you summarize what fentanyl is for us?
1: Yes. So fentanyl is an opioid. Um, a lot of us have heard about the opioid overdose epidemic. It's um, you know, been killing tens of thousands of Americans every year and, and growing um, fentanyl is the deadliest form of these opioids so it's approved as a, um, a a typical prescription drug for extreme pain relief but what's happening is the um, there are you know people that make fentanyl um, illicitly in China and other countries that um, are, are doing that. So to replicate sort of this fentanyl, that's a prescription drug, but they're making it even stronger. And so that's what people are taking because they, they want to get, you know, they need a higher high essentially from their opioids. And so where are they finding fentanyl exactly? They're finding it in, um, in, in, all over the U S it's been a huge problem and particularly um, sort of in the Appalachia area. It's been, there've been a lot of overdose deaths there and what's happening is that the fentanyl is actually being typically right now made in China um, often sent to sort of drug cartels um, in central and South America. And then it makes its way into the U S and you know, people buy it. there as a, an illicit drug on the street.
0: So big cities, small cities, this is the drug at the center of what's being called the worst public health crisis in the U.S. right now.
1: So fentanyl is definitely at the center of this epidemic of op- opioid overdose deaths. It The number of deaths doubled. Linked to fentanyl from 2015 to 2016 to about 20,000, wow. and then in 2016 to 2017 they went up again to 50%. So it was almost 30,000, and that's of you know almost 50,000 deaths from any opioid. So fentanyl is making a, up a huge amount of these, and we're also seeing an increase in deaths from things like cocaine and heroin, and often those are are paired with fentanyl, and that's really causing the deadly problem with those.
0: So when you bring up cocaine and heroin and other, what makes fentanyl so different than those already potent and dangerous and deadly drugs?
1: Those tend to be sort of known quantities. So people in the United States have been taking cocaine and heroin for years and they're, you know, for decades and there have been deaths from them, but not at this, this alarming rate that fentanyl is causing it. What's different about it is um, it's often, the the potency can really be changed, and so as you know, these illicit drug makers are are looking to meet customers' demands essentially for a better high. They're making it stronger and stronger. The thing is, fentanyl it just takes like three little you know salt grains essentially. Wow. Um, just that can be deadly.
0: And you mentioned that it comes from China, and of course, we're in the middle of a, a, a trade war with China. Uh, and there's a lot of negotiations going on. Does fentanyl play into those negotiations at all?
1: They have been part of um, you know, sort of the discussions that President Trump um, had with the president of China and you know, what what they talked about and what China agreed to is to, um, you know, classify fentanyl as a, um, a controlled substance so that that way, they could boost what they're doing at the borders to try and you know not let it out. Um, at the same time, in the U.S., they're trying to you know do more surveillance at the borders to not let it in. But that was sort of a, what President Trump felt like was a big win that he got from China.
0: And what else has President Trump had to say about this drug? Together, we are going to end the scourge of drug addiction in America. We are going to end it, or we are going to at least make an extremely... Big dent in this terrible, terrible problem.
1: He's talked about it um, in the sense that, you know, with opioids overall, he doesn't, he essentially said he didn't, the main way he wants to deal with this is that people should just be saying no to drugs, and that's been an interesting take on it, given, you know, his um, HHS, the Health and Human Services Department, as well as people, in Congress have um, worked to get, you know, regulations passed that would actually help on the treatment side a little bit more. And so people are starting to recognize this as a, a medical problem. I was just at an event this morning where the secretary of HHS, Alex Azar, spoke and he said, you know, this fentanyl issue is really a medical problem. It's not, um, it's not sort of an a mental, a, an addiction issue, and he said, "You know, I'm really not getting enough credit for being a Republican secretary who's willing to say this, because um, it's usually their their take that um, that this is more of a, a personal problem." But that's starting to change.
0: So, if all of this weren't scary enough, this epidemic, your reporting today sheds light on how fentanyl can also be used as a tool of terror. How exactly would it be used in that way?
1: There are are different ways that it's possible that it could be used, um, as in the article I mentioned, when it was used in Russia, um, when Chechen rebels took over a theater there. The problem is it's really unpredictable, and so um, it was Russian officials using that to try and try and get the hostages out What or you know to get the, the the rebels to let the hostages go, what ended up happening when they sort of sent it in as in a gas form is that because it's so unpredictable, it also killed a large amount of the 800 hostages who were in there. But that is that is a possibility because um, it can also be, you know, if you touch it and you, then you touch your eyes or, you know, you rub your nose or something like that, because that's also a possibility for... For being deadly, it could p- be put on sort of everyday items, things like that, and transferred that way. Um, so there, there are different ways that it, it possibly could be used that the experts I talk to talk to me about.
0: And it's so small that you wouldn't even know that you've put your hand on it or that you've, you've put something in your mouth that, that might have had it.
1: Right, exactly. It's, um, it's easy to put a lot of doses without anyone even noticing on something. And then, you know, a lot of times it would just look like a white powder. So someone might not know that it, it is something that could be so deadly to them when they, when they touch it.
0: I want to get back to fentanyl uh, in the war on drugs. Is one problem with stopping fentanyl the fact that there's a clear supply and demand issue when it comes to the drug?
1: I think the, the issues with stopping it um, kind of go to the fact that this is you know, something that probably is, is typical in a, a lot of law enforcement situations, but um, law enforcement for a long time hadn't caught up to the fact that fentanyl was coming over the border. Um, you, know, you only need a pretty small amount of it. And so in, in the story that I, I wrote about, um, there was a traffic stop in Nebraska where they found 118 pounds of fentanyl. When you see these, these bricks stacked up um, of the fentanyl in a picture, it's really not very large at all. Um, you know, it could be fit in a small panel in this, this truck that, you know, it was a hidden panel in this truck that was taking the fentanyl from California to New Jersey. And so it wasn't easily detectable. And law enforcement didn't even know that they needed to be looking for it. Now that they know they need to look for it, the other issue is that it can constantly be tweaked. And so the people making this fentanyl can you know, make some small chemical changes. And then it's again, undetectable, but it's still fentanyl and it still gets people high.
0: I mean, considering the health crisis and considering the terror threat, have we even scratched the surface on the federal or local level when it comes to combating this?
1: There is certainly an effort to try and get at it, um, but it doesn't seem like we've been able to, to make any enormous progress in stopping it. And the experts I talked to also think that now that there's sort of this um, increased awareness of it at the border by a lot of the border patrol agencies who are looking for it more, there's more federal funding to look for it, um, that essentially that the making of fentanyl is just going to switch um, and kind of come more to the U.S. and be something that would be done, you know, essentially in-house. And that's because the um, it's really easy to make. It's just been done in China because that's where it's always been done. It's very cheap to produce drugs over there. Even prescription drugs are made uh, very, very, very many of them are made in China. And so um, this was just sort of an extension of that. But the possibility is it will come back it will come to the U.S. and to be made here at some point in the near future.
0: Anna, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Make sure to follow Anna on Twitter. She's at Anna Edney. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm David Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you can get all your updates
1: 24-7 at TikTok.